past a gatekeeper or regret it. This insight, this meditation, really was based around a short story by Franz Kafka, who was one of the 20th century's great novelists, so much wisdom, so much learning in this short parable or short story. And I'm going to read you the entire short story. It'll only take me a minute or two, but I think you'll find some deep learning in this, hopefully, uh, just like I did. Before the Law by Franz Kafka. Before the law sits a gatekeeper. To this gatekeeper comes a man from the country who asks to gain entry into the law. But the gatekeeper says he cannot grant him entry at the moment. The man thinks about it and then asks if he will be allowed to come in later on. It is possible, says the gatekeeper, but not now. At that moment, the gate to the law stands open, as always, and the gatekeeper walks to the side. So the man bends over in order to see through the gate into the inside. When the gatekeeper notices that, he laughs and says, If it tempts you so much, try in spite of my prohibition. But take note, I am powerful and I am only the most lowly gatekeeper. But from room to room stand gatekeepers, each more powerful than the other. I can't endure even one glimpse of the third. The man from the country has not expected such difficulties. The law should always be accessible for everyone, he thinks. But as he now looks more closely at the gatekeeper in his fur coat, at his large pointed nose and his long, thin, black tartar's beard, he decides that it would be better to wait until he gets permission to go inside. The gatekeeper gives him a stall and allows him to sit down at the side of the front gate. There he sits for days and years. He makes many attempts to be let in and he wears the gatekeeper out with his requests. The gatekeeper often interrogates him briefly, questioning him about his own land and many other things. But they are indifferent questions. The kind great men put and at the end he always tells him once more that he cannot let him inside. The man who has equipped himself with many things for his journey spends everything no matter how valuable to win over the gatekeeper. The latter takes it all, but as he does, says, I am taking this only that you think you have failed to do anything. During the many years, the man observes the gatekeeper almost continuously. He forgets the other gatekeepers. And this one seems to him the only obstacle for entry into the law. He curses unlucky circumstances in the first years, thoughtlessly. And out loud, later as he grows old, he still mumbles to himself. He becomes childish. And since in the long years studying the gatekeeper, he has come to know the fleas in his fur collar. He even asks the fleas to help him persuade the gatekeeper. Finally, his eyesight grows weak. And he does not know whether things are really darker around him or whether his eyes are merely deceiving him. But he recognises now in the darkness an illumination which breaks inextinguishably out of the gateway to the law. Now he no longer has much time to live. Before his death, he gathers in his head all his experiences of the entire time up until one question, which he has not yet put to the gatekeeper. He waves to him, since he can no longer lift up his stiffening body. The gatekeeper has to bend way down to him for the great difference has changed things to the disadvantage of the man. What do you still want to know then? Asked the gatekeeper. You're insatiable. Everyone strives after the law, says the man. So how 
is that in these many years, no one except me has requested entry. The gatekeeper sees the man is already dying and in order to reach his diminishing sense of hearing, he shouts at him. Here no one else can gain entry since this entrance was assigned only to you. I'm now going to close it. The end. Isn't that powerful? That really speaks to me at the soul level, at a deep level. And why? It's what I reflected. The man wants to be handed the law on a plate. It's like all these obstacles we face in our life. He's posturing to be let in, but deep down does not have the spirit to make the move, to risk failure and open himself up to the bigger, meaner gatekeepers. So he sits and waits, hoping for someone or something to gift him entry. Think about that. How many times in our life have we waited for someone else to open the door for us when really we have to charge through it? All his attention is focused on the first challenge. He can no longer see the wood for the trees. He waits when in truth, these obstacles in life are meant just for us. No one else. No one invites us in. There's never a perfect moment. They are our gatekeepers. And we have to take action even when it scares us or we'll never know what's on the other side. My personal big gatekeeper was alcohol. For years, I waited outside waiting to be welcomed in. I, and this is true. I even wished for one of those soft rock bottoms that didn't really hurt too much, didn't really upset too many people, but forced me to take action past that first gatekeeper. I didn't have the courage to take action. Then after years of waiting, unlike the man, I forced my way past the gatekeeper and found my courage on the other side. Once inside, I found another bigger, scarier gatekeeper. I wanted to leave the world a broken, but everyone thought it impossible. No one gets past the gatekeeper with the golden handcuffs. Until I did. The great insight is that your challenges are unique to you. But in taking action in the face of fear, you grow stronger and more resilient, which builds the momentum to get past the next gatekeeper. One last thing. The gatekeepers are never ending. Or as Ryan Holiday says, behind the mountains are more mountains. Happiness is found trying to climb them. Hope you enjoyed today's meditation. I'll see you tomorrow.